and welcome back to the Love Be Your Guide podcast. My name is Dominique Chantel. I'm your host, and I will be guiding you through today. On today's episode, I'll be talking about how to stop repeating patterns, right? So how you can, in your own life, stop repeating cyclical patterns, you know, things that you keep going through, that you keep doing, okay? So I want to tell you a little bit about me. I am a self-love coach. I'm teaching you, showing you how to love yourself. I have been on my self-love journey for about mm, two years now. Um, I processed through the divorce about a year and a half ago. And when I tell you that the divorce left me feeling um, just financially down, out, depressed, bad, sad. <laughs> I mean, it, it had me feeling like, oh, the world was going to end. But God, okay, that's the only thing that I can say. I kept telling myself that I was going to make it. And I created a book called Let Love Be Your Guide, Volume 1. Um, this is where my my company was born and I've been growing ever since. So thank you for tuning in to my YouTube channel, joining me. If you haven't already, join me on IG at Dominique Chantel and then on TikTok underscore Dominique Chantel. And I also have a Twitter, it's Dominique777. And then on Facebook, it's just Dominique. All right. I am so excited that you have decided to spend this time with me. I'll be dropping new podcasts every Wednesday night at 12 a.m. on YouTube and then on the podcast network as well. So check me out and make sure you subscribe. Let's get right on into our episode. So how to stop repeating patterns. Here's the thing. Um, when I was recently, uh, well, fresh out of my divorce, I wanted to jump back into another relationship, but I knew if I did, I would repeat the same old pattern, right? So what did I do? <laughs> I jumped back into another relationship, like right after um, going through my divorce and obviously it wasn't healthy. The relationship didn't last, but what I want to say, here are steps that I put in place to help me and stop me from repeating patterns. Okay. So number one, you have to recognize that you are in a cycle. A lot of times when we don't know what we're doing or why we're doing something, we just keep doing it and keep doing it. But if you recognize, hey, I always get defensive when somebody calls me this. I'm just using it as an example. Or for me, I always jump in a relationship after I get out of another one. If you recognize that cycle, then number one, you need to stop it. Okay. And number two, you need to acknowledge it. So you, the fact that you are acknowledging that you continuously do the same thing over and over again, that is growth. That is um, you evolving, right? And so that's awesome. That is great. That is the first step is admitting and acknowledging that you are in a cycle, right? And you have to do that. Also, when you haven't healed childhood traumas, it's so important for you to go back 
to that little girl in you, to that little boy in you, and heal those childhood traumas because it's going to help you live a successful or maximize your adult life. You know, at some point as an adult, you have to stop making excuses for what you've been through, what, what's been done to you, because we've all been through something. We all have a story. You have to take ownership and accountability of your life and say, no, at this point, this stops. I'm moving forward. This is what I'm doing. I acknowledge that I've been hurt. I'm going to seek help. I'm going to get help. And I'm going to take control of my life and how I respond to situations. And I'm not going to allow my unhealed childhood trauma stop me from living my best life, okay? So, um, again, recognize you are in a cycle. Um, secondly, I want to move on from that. You have to recognize or, you know, how are you feeling? Recognize your feelings, those negative emotions, whatever you're feeling. You have to recognize that emotion um, because if you continue continually vibrate from that same negative emotion, you will continually experience the same negative things that happen, okay? I'm telling you, I speak from experience. Every time in my childhood when I would experience something negative or have this negative emotion attached to something that I was doing, immediately I knew what it was. You know, let's just say rejection as a child. I knew that negative emotion. I knew that feeling, what that felt like. And what happened was every time I felt rejection, I etched it in my memory. It was like carved in my memory. And so every time that I would get rejected in my adult life, um, it just kind of made it hard for me to accept rejection. Um, and I thought that me being rejected meant that I didn't have value that I didn't bring something to the table. And that's certainly not true. We know that anytime when you experience rejection, that has nothing to do with you, your worth, who you are, and your value. But that has everything to do with the person not wanting what you offer. That is it. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you have less to offer. It doesn't mean that what you offer doesn't have value. It's just that it's not for that person. And we have to get to that point to where we don't attach our value to being rejected by somebody. You are worth it. You are valuable. You are loved. You are amazing. You know, and so we have to start stop doing that. So that's so important. But acknowledge the feeling of rejection. For me, I had to acknowledge that feeling. And then I had to move from there. I didn't want to feel like that. So I start putting into practice, for me, affirmations. All right? Or for me, putting down and saying in my mind, just because somebody rejects me, does not mean that I'm worthless. Does not mean that I don't have value or don't offer value. Okay, so that's very important. Okay, you have to um, take an assessment and be aware of how you're feeling. All right. Thirdly, if you keep repeating the same thing keeps coming up, I always ask myself this: What do I need to learn? What is the lesson that I need to get from this. What are you trying to teach me, God? What are you trying to bring out of me? Because I want to know if I'm not getting it, help me get it. Because I don't want to keep going through the same thing. 
So what lesson do you need to learn? For me, I needed to learn patience, to wait and trust um, in God and that he will provide me with everything that I needed. So when waiting and, and trusting in God, it takes a lot because we want things to happen our way. We want it to happen quick. We live in this popcorn society that if it's not here, there, oh, give it to me right now. We often are dismissive and we're ready to jump over that section or speed through that piece, you know, um, or that challenge or pray it away. But no, you have to be patient and trust that in the timing that God is going to work it out for your good, right? Um, everything is going to be as it should be. And that's what I always say. So we have to trust God and we have to be patient. So for me, it was like during my divorce, I wanted it to be over with. I wanted to speed through these certain things, these certain stages, the depression, the fear, anxiety. But God was like, no, you needed to experience these things so that, number one, you can grow from it. Number two, so that I can teach you some things. And then number three, so that you can be patient, you know, and know that, you don't like what you're feeling. You don't like what you're going through. But in due time, I'll work it out and make sure that everything is going to work out for your good and you'll be fine. And, and looking back, going through my divorce, I made it through. I'm still here, right? So you see me in front of your screen. I'm here. I'm thriving. I There's life after divorce. So it's amazing. And I kept just telling myself that I'm going to make it. You know, I talk about this all the time, but I just reassure myself I'm going to make it. And nobody could tell me that I wasn't going to make it, all right, during that time. So what was the lesson that you need to learn? What do you need to learn in this season? Um, the biggest thing for me that I got out of going through a divorce and just going through a challenge um, is making a different choice. I know, and, and I knew that I wanted better for my life, right? And so it's like, what choices are you making to set you up to be better and to do better, to put you in a better position, to put you in a better light? To put you further ahead than you were. Now I will say that I did have to, you know, take a step back before I could take a step forward. But sometimes that's life. It requires you to sacrifice things. But as long as you know why you're sacrificing for the greater good. Um, I began to make a different choice when I was tired of living. Especially, you know, with me it was my finances. I was tired of living you know, from check to check. I was tired of living, um, like spending all my money and then waiting to the next pay period. It was, it was daunting. Like who wants to live like that? I wanted to now live a comfortable life for myself and my kids to where we can thrive. We can go on vacation. We can do the things that we need to do to, that give us joy, 
that allow us to experience peace. And so that was my my goal. My goal was to make a different choice. And when you recognize that, you know, to keep you from repeating a pattern, you have to make a different choice. You know, it's just like the person who keeps getting, you know, abused, right? So you go in, just as for an example, you go in and all you've seen your entire life was abuse, 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 you know, when you were a child. And then, you know, that's all you're used to and you get attached to that negative emotion and you, you have memory of that. And it's your goal, it's your job to change, but you find it hard to change. And so what you have to do is make a different choice. When you see that that person is being verbally abusive or physically abusive the first time, you have to make a different choice. You have to say, oh, no, I'm not, you know, taking that. I'm not getting into a relationship with somebody who's going to beat up on me. I'm not getting into a relationship with somebody who's going to use their words to manipulate me and try to hurt me and do things to me that I wouldn't do to myself. And so the bottom line, um, that's why I say self-love is so important because it, it protects us and it preserves us. It's, it's self-preservation. You know, when we truly love ourselves, we are able to love other people the way they should be loved. Because when you are loving yourself unconditionally, guess what? You find the unlimited, unconditional love that you have down that God placed on the inside of you. And you're able to share that with people. And you're able to give them what they need, you know. And so we have to be able to, again, tap into that in ourselves and then make a different choice. You know, if I was loving myself unconditionally, if I love myself unconditionally, I would not physically abuse somebody else because I know that's not something that I would do to myself. I wouldn't physically hurt myself, cut myself. Um, I wouldn't physically want to, um, you know, take my own life if I'm loving myself unconditionally. And so this is what we must get. We have to love ourselves so much unconditionally the way God has loved us. God has already said, I love you unconditionally. I gave my only begotten son for you. I gave life for you, you know. And so with that being said, I love you that much. You should love yourself that much too. And in turn, you'll be able to love other people the way they should be loved. We got to get the love for ourselves right first before we can give it to anybody else. Get that, and that is my mission, teaching people how to love themselves unconditionally. When you love yourself unconditionally, there are just certain things that will not fly. There are certain things that you will not do. So we have to get that peace. We must, we must, we must get that peace, okay? So make a different choice. That's how you break the patterns, breaking a pattern. Stop repeating patterns, all right? It's time for you to grow. It's time for you to glow. It's time for you to evolve. It's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to press forward. That is self-love, okay? Stop repeating patterns. So I want to go back over my points. 
I have number one, you have to recognize and acknowledge that you are in a cycle. Okay? You have to recognize and acknowledge that you are in a cycle. Number two, how are you feeling? What's the negative emotion you're feeling? Okay? When you recognize that you are feeling and how you're feeling, stop that emotion. All right? And maybe take a moment to meditate. Right? De-stress and calm yourself and make or attach yourself to feelings that you do want to feel like feelings like being by the beach feeling calm whatever gets you to a place where you're experiencing positive emotions okay number three what lesson do you need to learn if you keep repeating this pattern what's the lesson don't do it again okay <laughs> uh, choose something else and then lastly, make a different choice. It is all up to you. It is all in you to change your life and to live the life that you have so imagined for yourself, for your family, for your kids. Whether you have financial goals, you want to be debt free, you want to be able to vacation, you want to be able to work you know, less hours, you want to be able to spend more time with your family, more time with your kids. Whatever it is, the thing is, you have to be willing to make a different choice in order to change what you want to change. All right. My prayer for you is that you will always be believing so that you can always be receiving and that you will allow love to be your guide in life today, forever and always i love you guys make sure you check out my next episode and i will see you later bye